This episode is brought to you by our Patreon page over at patreon.com slash GameZilla Media. Which means this episode is brought to us by you. Right? That's how not it works. no, not me. No, no, the fans. Right, yeah. The yes. listener. We're talking when I say you, I mean the listeners. Yes, the the figurative you, right? Yes. But, but nobody else is in here with us as we record this. Who are I'm you lo- talking I, about? I'm looking at the computer when I say it. Oh, oh, oh no. Alright. So just go to GameZilla Media on Patreon.com. There you'll be able to choose your patronage level and get different access to the shows. So you can get exclusive content for The Legend of Retro and Noobs and Dragons. Noobs and Dragons? The show with that handsome devil, Craig WK? Well, almost all of those words were right. Yeah. And if you go on there and sign up, you can also get access to a private Discord channel in our Discord group. Basically, the more dollars you give us, the more things we can give you. Exactly. So go to patreon.com slash gamesillamedia and become a patron today. Do it. Yeah. Prepare yourselves for a journey through history. Get equipped for adventure. Grab your power gloves and super scopes, for it's dangerous to go alone. This is the Legend of Retro. Welcome everyone to this week's episode of the Legend of Retro. I am the Glitch, and with me as always, Craig WK. Great to uh, be chatting with you uh, today here, the Glitch. Today we're talking about Tech Mobile. Oh yeah, Tech Mobile for the NES. Yeah, released uh, by Tecmo for the Nintendo on February 1st, 1989. This American football game allows you either to play against the computer or another player uh, with real NFL teams. And you can also do a coach mode. Yeah, and that's basically where you uh, uh, watch the computer play. Is that how it works? So you pick the plays. And then, yeah, the, the, the computer plays both teams. That is pretty So you cool. hope that you're just like doing the playbook correctly. That's essentially how the coach <laughs> mode works. But yeah, it featured a two-player mode where you could play against someone else, mm-hmm. and the game had 12 different teams to choose from. Yeah, yeah. And had real players and essentially attributes to these players, because it had the license of the National Football League Associates, uh, Players Association. Yeah. But it didn't have, yeah, so I can see looking at it, it yeah. didn't have the NFL's team uh, license. So it couldn't name, like, it's not like the Seattle Seahawks, or it's like it's just Seattle. Yeah, they could not get the consent from the NFL to use the team names. But yeah, per their other deal, they were able to use the uh, the players' information. But I, I tell you what, uh, Glitch, before we uh, start jumping ahead too much, yeah. for anyone who is unaware of Tech Mobile, let's chat about the gameplay. So the gameplay of Tecmo Bowl is, uh, I mean, it's it's essentially football. It's you know, it's it's just American style football. But I, uh, you know, it's it's very interesting because you, you know, unlike the the Madden games of nowadays where it's way more in depth and you're controlling the player and you know you're lining up shots and doing all these button combinations to do all this stuff. In this game, essentially the play starts. Or, or well, the game starts. You the kickoff. One way it goes, one way or the other. Well, so actually, you always receive on the kickoff. Oh, you're at right. The start you of do. the game. Yeah, you are. You're always uh, receiving at uh, the start of the game. And that's always player one. So if it's two player, it's yep. player two is always second. Yep. <coughs> so I. Uh, so yeah, the you you start up the game. You get the ball. You run as far as you can. And as far as that goes, the you know you get tackled or whatever you know, and you basically get to choose what play you want you know there's like four plays to choose from usually it's two running plays and two uh, uh passing yeah, plays yeah well uh, there's two teams that have three passing plays yeah uh, what teams are those do you know so that was uh miami and san francisco uh, were they because they, they had more passing so, plays i i want to say so miami would have been the dolphins so would have been uh marino uh-huh uh, dan marino and then san francisco at that time would have been um joe montana and they had more passing plays because they I mean, had really... I mean, Montana and Rice, I mean, that's just all-day touchdowns. So, I mean, I think <laughs> I want to say they were the number one team at the time, so it makes more sense that it would have three passing plays. Oh, now I do have... Now, the, the stats uh, for this game are based upon uh, uh, the year before, 1988. Uh, and so I do have who won the Super Bowl at that time. Oh, which guy? The Washington Redskins. Oh yeah, it was not uh, 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 the Dolphins or the uh, what was the other team again? The San Francisco 49ers. 49ers, 49ers. That's what I thought it was. Yeah, it was not them. The Washington Redskins won the Super Bowl in 1988, uh, which is you know the year, of course, that this was taken from. But was Washington that good of a team in Tech Mobile? I don't remember. I remember they were one of the worst teams in Blitz because that's <laughs> <laughs> that's the team I would always pick. 
Um, but uh, yeah, I'm not sure. I know that Detroit's not even on this game. Yeah, Detroit is not in this game. So uh, as far as the uh, cities we have that have you know their teams going, we have Los Angeles. Uh, Indianapolis, Miami, Denver, Seattle, Cleveland, Washington, San Francisco, Dallas, New York, Chicago, and Minnesota. Uh, those are the the teams that you uh, could yeah. choose from. Who did you pick? I uh, I so uh, I I would usually go with uh, uh, Chicago, but the other team I would choose quite a bit is the uh, Los Angeles Raiders. Because uh, nowadays they're in Oakland and they're about to move again. And they were, yeah, uh, yeah. Th- that's what I've uh, I've heard. They're, you know, I feel bad for the Raiders. They're getting tossed <laughs> around like those. Are, and that's crazy too, because they're the most diehard fans. The Raiders have the most diehard fans of any, any team. Oh yeah, I mean they're crazy. I mean, look up any image of a Raiders fan and they're all decked out, it's, <laughs> like the the Viking look and yeah, stuff. It's worse. It's ten times worse over there. That's that's awesome. I yeah. uh, now I uh, as far as that goes. There, uh, the the reason why I would choose the Raiders is because of a little person known as Bo Jackson. Yeah. Now, Bo Jackson, I mean, Bo knows Tecmo Bowl, just like he knows hockey and soccer and basketball and golf and race car driving and every other imaginable sport. Are you familiar with the Bo Nose commercials uh, glitch? I, f- I feel like I remember those, but yeah, refresh my memory. Yeah, so uh, Bo Jackson uh, from the Los Angeles Raiders, uh, I mean, it, it, we'll talk about how in the game he's unstoppable in a moment, but in real life, uh, Bo Jackson was uh, incredibly popular, just insanely popular, super athletic. Uh, the Bo Nose commercials were for Nike Air Trainer Ones, and uh, these commercials were really funny because, like, I mean, not f- the super funny, but, like, funny in kind of a weird sense because basically it was uh, uh, bragging on Bo Jackson just being so good. And so, you know, these commercials would be like, Bono's baseball, Bono's hockey. And it's like there's these commercials, <laughs> like one one in particular that stands out to me is they they have – all these different Bo Jacksons, you know, using computer, you know, computers or whatever. I, uh, it's all these different Bo Jacksons like meeting each other, and like, w- like the one will like be like, uh, like you know, like uh, who's in like a hockey uniform or whatever is like, haven't I ever seen you in Los Angeles or something like that? Pointing at like the one in the football playing gear, and then there's like a, a race car they have to all jump out of the way, and it's Bo Jackson in a race car driving by. That's there's awesome. one of him like in a polo uniform, like you know, like mm-hmm. with a horse going by. It's really, really goofy. Oh, man, I don't. I actually, I don't remember those. That's yeah. They're like they're, basically it was just like the series of commercials, and it was Bo. No. Yeah. There was even one where he uh, uh, he was singing with uh, uh, who was it? I think it was a blues artist named Bo Diddley, <laughs> and he's like in the like the, the gimmick at the end of that commercial. He's like, you know, you don't know Diddley, you know. And of course, you know, it's all this goofy stuff or whatever. But yeah, it was just shoe commercials for Nike. And uh, Bo Jackson is, uh, I, I mean, to top it off, just to let you know how popular he was. Do you remember the? Uh, I think it was called Pro Stars. No. Pro Stars was a cartoon that had Bo Jackson, Wayne Gretzky, and Michael Jordan solving crime. What? Yes. I promise you. I am not kidding you. I watched it as a kid because I kind of liked uh, uh, Bo Jackson. And, I mean, Michael Jordan, of course, and Wayne Gretzky were super popular, too. All right. So we're, let's just on this episode. We'll watch that. When the legend continues. All right. Now let's watch... <laughs> This crime show. <laughs> this cartoon. Let's pull it up. We'll just watch that instead. <laughs> Audience will be fine. Yeah, it's, it's pro stars. <laughs> it's uh, a, a cartoon. They didn't do their own voices. You know, they got other voice actors or whatever, but they, you know, licensed their likeness to this cartoon. And Bo Jackson was like the super strong one. That's awesome. It was great. And to top it off, though, so I was doing research on Tech Mobile and uh-huh. somehow I got onto, you know, Bo Jackson. So I'm, you know, watching these clips online. He is a phenomenal. Like runner, he he is insane. Like there are these clips of people like jumping on him and him just like throwing them off and like continuing to run. It's uh, it's it's ridiculous. I mean, yeah, I mean, he, he was essentially first round picks in both baseball and football. That's insane. He, in fact, he's the only, uh, I think, the only uh, person to be in like uh, an all star in both yeah. football and baseball. You might be right. I think he is. It's crazy. You know, he he like because I know that John Elway was uh, a first round pick in both sports, but he didn't end up doing baseball. In fact, oh. he I forget who he got picked for in the draft, but he threatened to go play baseball if they didn't trade him. 
Really? Yeah. And so then that's <laughs> how we got to the Broncos. I'll be dang. Which was my favorite team to play. Oh, wow. Well, as uh, Tech Mobile. Yep. And that is your favorite team, the Broncos? Um, it was my favorite team at the time. I'm. I, well, Detroit wasn't on the game. Right, so that's right. who I always picked. They were kind of always my second. But I mean, I'm a Lions fan. So it's oh, it's yeah. a tough job to be a Lions fan. But you're not wrong. Actually, in Detroit right now, it's a tough time to be any fan. Yeah, all of our, our teams. No. Like, we used to be the so Tigers, dominant in. Uh, Tigers have been rough for a bit. But uh, although I think a few years ago they had a pretty decent season. So they had a few uh, good seasons. was like 06. They made it yeah. to, the, to the World Series. But this year is probably one of our worst seasons in a long time. Oh, yikes. Sorry. So we're getting distracted. Uh, well, I mean, <laughs> but to top it off, the Red Wings were always so dominant for years and, and years. And now they're doing bad. I know. Yeah, now they're so doing depressing. bad. Yeah, we got to start talking about Detroit. Yeah, Detroit's not doing so hot. Uh, but, shout out to our hometown area yeah, of Detroit. Go, uh, go Wings. Which is not in Tecmo Bowl. But, I mean, did we have Barry Sanders? In in 1988, we would have, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I mean, we would have had a pretty decent he team does, for the Lions. So when they made uh, Tecmo Super Bowl, he's in that one. He's in that one, but not in Tecmo. Bowl. Yeah, so he's not in this one because they didn't have all the license. In Tecmo Super Bowl, they had all 28 teams, oh, all players right. and stuff like that. Um, but to talk about Bo Jackson, yeah. uh, with Chicago or not Chicago, uh, the Raiders, the late Raiders. Um, in this game, there was only one running play with him because they had two running backs. So if you picked like play number two, it wasn't Bo Jackson. I forget what player it was. Oh, but, yeah. really? I uh, it, it's been a while since I've played uh, Tech Mobile, so I, I I'm not I, I'm not remembering a lot of the plays and stuff very very well. But yeah, I, I, like one of the things in Tech Mobile is that if you get it to Bo Jackson, yep. he like you almost can't be stopped. He was one of the best offensive players in the game, and then one of the best defensive players in the game was Lawrence Taylor. Oh, really? So, like, if you played as Lawrence Taylor on defense, you could almost block every field goal, every <laughs> extra point. Like, you just run right to the kicker. Hey, what team was uh, Lawrence Taylor on? Oh, that's, uh, yeah, that's not Drawing a blank? Right. Yeah, I'm drawing a blank. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll take a look here, uh, see if I can figure it so out. So, to talk about the play structure, though, so you did have the four plays, and how it worked was you were essentially just trying to guess that the other team wasn't going to select the play because the defense could select one of the four plays around the screen as well. It was almost, well. Yeah, almost like a rock, scissors, paper thing. Exactly. Uh, so if you picked running play one and the defense picked running play one, you just got demolished. You're not making it to the to the, to the the line of scrimmage. You're losing yardage on this play. Yeah. Same thing with passing. If they pick the same passing play as you, good chance you're going to get sacked or intercepted. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, and as far as that goes, uh, by the way, uh, Lawrence Taylor was on the New York team, the Giants. Giants, yep. Yep, the Giants. Uh, but uh, I... Yeah, when it comes to the the game, though, it is interesting that they were able to to put in the the player's stats and like tweak the game to make it so that you know Bo Jackson, Lawrence Taylor are you know these super dominant you know forces, and you know it, it it's crazy to me because so many other sports games from this time, you know, you had what ice hockey where it was like, well, you can choose the big guy or the little guy, you know, and it's like, oh, okay, all right, yeah, good enough, I guess, you know, but this game actually had different statistics that would impact or impact the the you know the gameplay itself yeah everything else was just like you know red team or blue team or oh, you know yeah. if it did have the city names it wasn't that specific about the players oh no yeah not in the least it was you know because they couldn't get the licensing and stuff yeah. and and this is is this maybe the first licensed sports game that was involved with like the 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 league itself you know because we didn't have I, any basketball i want to say like there might have been a jam. baseball one there might have been an mlb oh was there an mlb game that could time, do it don't quote me on that i'm not 100 sure without doing the research <sighs> yeah with, without but, doing the research we're not sure but i i but yeah I, I think this was at least one of the first because there wasn't any basketball games like that on the nes uh there wasn't any hockey games like that on the nes i don't think because yeah, ice hockey and blades of steel, and there was no names and yeah, I mean, well, and there was eventually what like a Wayne Gretzky game on NES, but I don't think that actually had all the stats. I think it just had Wayne Gretzky or something. I never like played that. that one. I I think we did it for Retro Relapse. Okay, uh, with a uh, I think it was Metric on stage as the guest because he chose it, and then he was like, "Oh my god, why is it so bad?" <laughs> uh, and I, the whole time I was just thinking, like, "Man, I could totally be playing Blades of Steel," but I. Uh, so another difference in this mm-hmm. game was that there was only nine players on each side versus right. the eleven players, which is in you know the pro sport. And the arcade version too, I think, of Tecmo Bowl. Uh, I don't think the arcade version had the actual players like this one does. I think it was just red versus blue, kind of like what you know what we were saying. But uh, so I, yeah, this this did debut on arcade before it was ported. It was a four player arcade, and a it four had player. and it had two screens, kind of like how the what was it the Marvel. 
Marvel mm-hmm. game had two screens or X Men. It was X Men. Oh game. yeah, the yeah, X Men double, double screen size. Uh, so it was just like that, and you only picked from two teams. It was the Wildcats and the Bulldogs. Oh, that's what yeah. it was. They actually had names, but they weren't real. But it teams. didn't have any licensing, so yeah. there was no player names, tributes, team, you know, cities, whatever. Right, right. Um, and then, then that's when they ported it to the NES. Um, ironically, though, mm-hmm. so there was the NFL game that came out um, around the same time that had the licensing for the teams. Oh. So it had the team names in the city, but it didn't have the player attributes because that, <laughs> you know, Tech Mobile was like the license from the Players Association. That game, the NFL, atrocious. Oh my god, it's really bad. It's so bad, so clunky, slow, oh, slow pace. You ever played Ten Yard Fight on the NES? Maybe a long time ago. That one's probably the worst football game on the NES. This one's right there behind it. Oh man, yeah. it's crazy to me that. And I mean, you know, the NFL doesn't care. They, they're going to license out and slap their name on whatever is going to get them some money. You know, they, they're not too concerned about that, I don't think, especially at this time. Nowadays, the NFL is a lot more invested in the sports games that are coming out because, you know, it's, you know, they, they know it's a big, big money. Yeah. But back then, it was just like, yeah, make a quick buck, whatever, you know. But as far as that goes, it's crazy to me that Tech Mobile is so smooth. It's so fast paced. It's fun. I mean, like, I'm not a sports guy in the least. Like, I know 90 sports decently, but that's about it. You know, I, I don't, I'm not huge into sports, never have been. And even when I was a kid, I didn't really get into sports video games. It's only kind of when I started getting a little older, I realized, oh, wait, no, a lot of these can be fun. And so Tech Mobile was one of them. And so, uh, Coach, how about for you? What is your sort of your origin with Tech Mobile? Do you remember this like when it first came out when you were younger? Did you play it later? Um, and uh, we definitely had this as a kid. Okay. So me and my brother would play this all the time. Yeah, you said that uh, you've mentioned many times that you and your because uh, you have multiple brothers. So I have right? two older brothers. Yeah. The oldest one is the one who got the NES. So he's the one that had like okay. the Ice Climber and the Mario. All the like the the, the classic like launch title, launch title type title games. Stuff, yeah. yeah. Um, he wasn't crazy big into the NES as he grew up. Me and my brother Tom were the ones that like stayed with the video games and played. And we got okay. the Super Nintendo and the PlayStation, and the yada yada. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we would play together all the time, mm-hmm. and uh, that it's essentially the best football game on the on the NES. And I think arg- that's not even arguably. It's everyone I mean, Tecmo is Super Bowl unanimously. Right? Uh, Tecmo. Well, I guess. Yeah, but Tecmo the series. Yeah, yeah, so, the Tecmo series in general is yeah, the best. Yeah, so Tecmo Super Bowl is correctly is, yeah, that is the best it, one. And don't be wrong, I have more uh, experience with Tecmo Bowl mm-hmm. rather than uh, Tecmo Super Bowl myself. That's the yeah. one I played uh, more of. Uh, so so you played this a ton with your with your brother. Yep. I don't remember what team he would normally pick, but I always pick Denver. Denver is what you chose. Okay. Yep. John Elway. Just <laughs> John Elway. <every> <laughs> Shout out to John Elway, uh, who was a phenomenal quarterback at the time. Uh, was he the number one quarterback back then? No, it still would have been Montana. Jo- it still would have been Joe Montana. It would okay. be, I mean, it would have been I, in one or the other. One or the other. Well, it might have been Marino. It could have been you know several other people. Because Dan Marino was on the Dolphins, right? Dolphins, yeah. Okay. I uh, yeah. Now, when I was younger, I never had Tech Mobile. You know, I never played it. But I have kind of a fun story for you. So, uh, as as the years went by. Uh, I, while I was still living at home, uh, around that time, my brother Ricky uh, was living at home. Uh, he's my stepbrother. And me and Ricky are, are very different. I, I don't think I've told many stories about my, my uh, brother Ricky on this show. He is almost the exact opposite of me. So, you know, you, you think of me and you think like, you know, nerdy into RPGs, you know, Dungeons and Dragons, comics, all this stuff. You know, pretty cliche nerd, especially, you know, when I was younger. Nowadays, I can fake it a little bit better if I'm not talking, <laughs> and uh, you know. But I, uh, but back then, I, I definitely couldn't. You know, I was, I was definitely, you know, more of a, a bit, bit, bit more of a dweeb. And so, and back then, you know, being a nerd wasn't quite as, you know, hip and accepted. stuff as it, yeah, as accepted as it is today. Ricky, however, uh, is a bit of a thug. You know, so he's got the baggy pants going. He's, you know, he spent a lot of time, you know, when he was younger in Detroit. And so, you know, like the, you know, kind of not as good areas of Detroit at that matter. And so, you know, I, it's just like when it's funny when me and him hang out, it's almost like the odd couple. Like when people <laughs> are watching us, I always want to know what they're thinking because I'm sure they're looking and the, it's just like, you know, we'll, we'll go to like, I don't know, like. You know, maybe pick up fast food or something or, or swing by a convenience store or something. And, you know, it would be like, you know, I'd walk in, 
he'd walk in and I could almost like when we're still talking as we walk in, I feel like the shop owners and like people like the other patrons would like double take and be like, wait, are they together? And it would just be like, it'd be me like, you know, picking something up and you'd hear like from the other side of the store, like, hey, bro, bro, you know, cool if I get this drink. I'm like, yeah, 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 bro. Grab, you know, grab it. Throw it on here. Like, I'm, I'm paying now. Hurry up. This thing just just kidnapped this nerd. Someone call the cops. <laughs> But it's me driving and stuff, you know, it was like me driving and like, you know, uh, so it was it was clearly that, you know, uh, uh, it, it was a, a fairly equal relationship. It wasn't like, you know, I was like, you know, nervous and sweating and stuff. And, you know, as I walked in, I was like, I sure hope somebody calls the cops, you know, like, you know, so so it's it, meet me out back. <laughs> it's just I hand him a, a crumpled up note that says call 911. I. Uh, and so, or it's like it's like written on my underarm, and I sort of like just hold my arm up. It's just like call nine one one. And so, I, I, you know, there were plenty of nights though where you know I I didn't go to bed early, especially when I was younger, and I had like a, a much more open and loose work schedule. You know, I was sort of in that like my early twenties or whatever at this time, and and he's a few years older than me, and so you know he'd come downstairs, and you know. He may have had a few drinks even, you know, or something. And, you know, he'd come downstairs and be like, oh, you know, what are, what are you playing? You know, cool if I hang out. And I'd be like, yeah, yeah, sit down. And so the Wii's uh, uh, virtual console, yeah. you know, had just come out. And so, and, and I think at this time it's probably a little later in my 20s, but, I, you know, mid-20s or whatever. And so we'd sit there and I'd be like, hey, you know, I'd be like, Ricky, go ahead and choose whatever game you want to play you know we'll we'll download it off the virtual console hang out and, and play this game and so he's going through going through and he finds tech mobile and he's like you don't already have this downloaded and i was like no i, I never really played it when i was younger and he's like oh man i'm gonna kick your butt in some tech tech mobile and i'm thinking like listen i'm a pretty good video gamer I, I i don't have anything to fear here and i never beat ricky once oh man never he'd always choose the bears his favorite team outside of Detroit Lions. In fact, I think he might even like the Bears a little better than the Lions. And so he'd always choose the Bears. And so moving forward in his honor, and because I thought, oh, well, Ricky always beat me. The Bears have to be one of the better teams. I don't even think they were in Tech Mobile, but it's who I always chose when I play other people in Tech Mobile, or if I'm playing the computers, usually the Bears. And uh, uh, I would just always get my butt kicked. I'd just get steamrolled. And uh, and it was, I mean, a ton of fun. You know, the game is great. And so it's sort of to me, it's that testament of like, oh, wow, I'm not huge into football. I kind of knew football in the early 90s. You know, that's about it. Late 80s, early 90s. So, you know, there's a little nostalgia there for these teams because it's the stats from when I know football. But all in all, it's just an uh, amazingly fun game that anybody can play. It's a game like NBA Jam where it's just you don't need to know the sport to have fun with the game. Yeah. You know, um, I think the Bears actually were the best team on on the game because. Oh, were they? Um, you'll I'll mention later the speedrunners always chose Chicago. Really? And that's because of Walter Payton and who was the running back oh. for, for the Bears. But he was the running back for the Bears up until the 87 season where he retired. Oh, so it makes me wonder because you said they grabbed it from the '88 roster, which is true, they do, and I saw that in, in the description. Yeah, but he was already retired, so why is he even in the game? Yeah, that is weird. Yeah, I don't know if the like, might have been a fan of Walter Payne was like, I don't care if he's retired, <laughs> I'm putting him in this game. <laughs> that could be. Maybe you know, maybe what it was is his stats carried over. It like into the next year, like his stats just were like, like he wasn't officially taken off the roster. Yeah, something yeah, like that. It could be something like that. That's the only thing I can think of because that is weird to have someone retire, but not like but still have their stats show up in the game and also be an incredibly dominant player. Yeah, that's really bizarre. I don't know. Um. Mm-hmm. So you did say you played on the Wii. The Wii is where I. Now I have a question it. because yeah. I did play this on Nintendo Online recently. And I noticed that all the players' names are removed. Even on the Wii version. It was on the Wii version. Okay. It was on, yep, the player names were removed because of the fact that uh, you know, they had no longer had the licensing. So they edited out the player names, and it's all still the same stats. Mm-hmm. So if you know what plays to pick, if you know what players are yeah. which, you know, yada yada, then you know, you're you're gonna be able to pull it off. But it otherwise, no, you you'll have no idea. 
you know, because normally when you uh, get a touchdown, it'll show you what player got the touchdown. You know, mm-hmm. it'll have their name and it shows this little animation of them like hugging another player yeah, or whatever. Like high fives. Yeah, high fives, yeah. hugs, whatever. And uh, there's even animation for like the halftime. It's just like still shots. Yeah, it's like little still shot images of like a cheerleader and mm-hmm. then it's like fireworks or whatever. And Balloons. Yeah, you yeah. know, it's really cheesy. It's super goofy, but it's it's kind of fun. Um, the, uh, another couple things that were good about the game. I actually played this with my cousin a few weeks ago. Oh yeah. And what I would do is I like, if I was starting at the 50 yard line, I would pick a play where somebody was running a a fly where they just go long Uh and I would just take the quarterback and I'd run all the way back to my own end zone Uh (laughs) and then just throw like an 80 yard pass. (laughs) And hope that he was open, but and did it work out pretty well? Uh, it's like fifty fifty. Oh, it depends because yeah. I mean, it, I can't see who's being defended right. when they're off the off screen. So it could have been an interception. <laughs> it could have, and I I found out that uh, you can have incomplete passes in this game. So oh. I, the passing rate is really high in this game compared to actual football. I mean, usually sure. you know you're sitting at like a sixty percent passing rate mm-hmm. when you uh, when you in, in real football in this game it's almost automatically caught or automatically intercepted oh yeah it, it normally is and it, the interception rate in this game you'll I mean you'll you'll play a game you probably get like eight interceptions between the teams yeah there's a lot oh yeah they're, they're, I remember there being a ton of interceptions in this game so one thing I wanted to try and I was successful with it yesterday I was yeah. very happy uh-huh. I wanted to see if I could do a 99 yard play were you Bo Jackson so I didn't play Bo Jackson. Because he can pull off the 99-yard run. <laughs> I actually did it with Montana and Rice. Really? So he threw it to, I started at the one-yard line, threw it to about the 10-yard 10, uh, 10 line, and just had him zigzag. And the <laughs> yeah. first time I tried it, I got to the four-yard line and got and got tackled. I was like, oh, my God, I was so close. Uh-huh. And then about four or five times later, I finally got it. Nice. Yeah. Congratulations. It's not easy to pull off. No, it's, it, and it, it, it's you got to do like the zigzag pattern. Yeah. So, I mean, the, the defenders will come over and they'll try and tackle you. But if you kind of zag as they're, as they're doing that, you completely avoid it. Some people don't even die if they'll just run up to you and catch you. And that's another thing about this game, which I really like, is the defenders are always faster than the offense. Yeah. It doesn't matter who you pick. So if you pick Bo Jackson, it's not like as soon as he gets open field, touchdown. Oh, yeah, no, not at least. You know, you'll run 10 yards, and then you'll see the defenders start speeding up and speeding up until they catch you. Uh-huh. And that's the purpose of that is just so it's not like an outrageous scoring game. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It, it's to balance it out. And I, I think they did a really good job of that. I mean, you know, it's certainly a higher scoring games than I think you would see in, in other, you know, uh, in real football or or potentially even in other football games, but it's not so outlandish that it's just like, okay, uh, 107 to, you know, it's just, it's not that ridiculous, you know. Um, another mm-hmm. thing too that I always thought was funny, and my brother, used, my oldest brother used to do this to us when he would eventually sit down and play. Uh-huh. Um, if you're the defender and you keep hitting the A button, which is uh, to change who your defender you're picking, yeah, the offense can't hike the ball. And the I- offense will just keep going like, <laughs> So he just like keeps spamming it, and you turn the TV all the way up so my dad could hear it. Hut, 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 and my dad banging on the wall. That's that was great. That's really funny. I did want to talk about Tecmo a little bit. So Tecmo, they ended up having a bunch more games. I can't remember if this was the first sports game they had, but they did have Tecmo baseball and Tecmo soccer and things like that. Um, but Tecmo originally started in 1967 as a company. Mm-hmm. Um, they were called the Imperial Trustee Corporation. Oh. And they sold, they were a supplier of cleaning equipment. Really? Yeah. Um, in 1969, they started selling amusement equipment. Oh, and, and that's then what transitioned. Uh... In 86, they changed their name to Tecmo, and then that's when they started coming out with sports games. Uh, they were also the creators of Rygar, Solomon's Key, Fire and Ice, which is the sequel to Solomon's Key. And, of course, the Ninja Gaiden trilogy on the NES. Indeed they were. Which was a fantastic series. Oh, absolutely. Um, and then I want to talk about a little bit about the reputation. Um, in 1997, Nintendo mm-hmm. Power came out with their version of 100 Greatest Games of All Time, and it ranked 30th. Yeah, 30th. so you saw that too. I did. In fact, I own that Nintendo Power. Oh, you do? I do. Or who's on the cover? 
I think it's I Mario, it if I'm not mistaken, because it's like the hundredth episode or hundredth issue or whatever it is. Oh, yeah, that's right. Because uh, what Super Mario sixty four had just come out at that time. Or it was like a pretty year recent. Yeah, it was a pretty recent yeah. Uh, release. Uh, yeah, and, and I remember when I was a kid looking at that and seeing like you know best football game you know ever made. Yada yada, tons of fun, still holds up, and and that stuck with me because I I. I, I don't know why I put a lot of stock into their top 100 because now when I look back at it, I think, okay, that's probably wrong. Okay, that's not great. That's I could have, yeah, I would have done that different. But like at the time, I really held this as as uh, some sort of gospel almost, and oh, so yeah. I it stuck in my head that Tech Mobile was a good football game. So when my uh, uh, bro Ricky was, you know, like, hey, you know, let's play this game. You know, it was it was just like, oh yeah, I I, I kind of know this game. Like I, I I've never played it, but I know enough of it. You know. And uh, yeah, Tecmo Bowl is is uh, just an amazingly fun football game. But uh, but glitch, tell me, you probably have some glitches in speedrunning. Absolutely, stuff, right? of yeah, course I do. So on me. one that I tested out yesterday because mm-hmm. I never experienced this, but yeah. it still works. It even works on on Nintendo Online apparently. Uh-huh. If you uh, start your play so that the quarterback is in the end zone, so like let's just say you start at the your own one yard line, mm-hmm. and you hike the ball, you're in your own end zone. And you throw to a player that's in your end zone, and it yeah. gets intercepted. You get a touchdown. You get a touchdown, not them. Not them. So that's ridiculous. So uh, I think the way it works with the programming is when you cross the plane of the of the end zone, that's when they register the touchdown. But since you're still in your own end zone, when the pass is done and the interception is completed, oh. it wraps to the other side, and it says that you got a touchdown. <laughs> That's really funny. So, yeah, if you're in a jam and you're stuck on your own one-yard line and you're like, there's no way I'm making it down the field, it's fourth down, throw an interception in your own end zone. You'll get a touchdown. I should have done that to my my <laughs> bro Ricky. That's what I should have done. I could have totally uh, got a uh, – uh, <laughs> I might have actually won if that was the case. Uh, there's also some codes. You could put in a password to continue your season. So after each game, it would do like a newspaper print and it would have a password. Oh, yeah. So if you you know, you know played two games and you know, you're know you like, oh, I got to go or your mom's calling you or something, sure, sure. turn off the system, write, you know, write down the password, turn off the system, you can continue your season. Yeah. Um, how the seasons worked were there were seven games. So you would choose your team, and it would pick seven other teams. Then you would start your playoffs, and mm-hmm. um, the winner would win the World Football Championship Tech Mobile because technically <laughs> they still didn't have rights to Super Bowl. Right, right. Um, and that's how the game worked. So there was a password system. Mm-hmm. You could also enter passwords to play an invisible team. Really? Which be, would it would be the team that you picked. So normally in the gameplay, as soon as you defeat all eleven teams, uh-huh. you win the championship game starts over. Sure, sure. In this game, it makes it so you all 11 teams are defeated, and it tries to pick the team you pick. So it would be Broncos versus Broncos, or, you know, Wait, you mean Raiders I might have versus to, Raisin, or Raiders. You mean I would have to fight an invisible Bo Jackson? An invisible Bo Jackson. <laughs> that is horrifying. I would die, <laughs> I mean, I would die fighting Bo Jackson anyway, let alone an invisible Bo Jackson. Is there any predator more powerful than an invisible <laughs> Bo Jackson? I don't think there is. I don't, yeah, I don't think there is in the least. Um, so for speed running, okay, um, there was a tie for first place in individual game. Really? Um, it was done in eight minutes and one second. By the rest and uh, Lincolnstein, and this is uh, uh, just one game. Just one game uh, win, because uh, there is a lose category for some reason, and it actually takes longer. But <laughs> so weird. Um, the whole point of the game is to basically not get ta- get tackled. So your the objective is to get as few plays into a quarter as possible, just avoid oh. the tackles, and then when the quarter ends, you just run out of bounds or get tackled. And then to score the minimum amount of points, so a field goal is a lot quicker than scoring a touchdown. So okay. the record, you know, it's, you're trying to just get a field goal in and run out the clock before the game ends. Interesting. Um, they always choose Chicago, which I said Walter Payton. The they always pick the same play because apparently there's like a fail safe that if they pick the play you pick, there's always an open receiver running past his defender. Oh. So the play is to. Pick the you know pick this play with Walter Payton where he runs out and does like a little route. You throw it to him. He just runs around, goes goes crazy, um, and then that's how time wraps up. There is a full season record by Lankenstein, and he can do it. Did you want to give a guess? So this is all eleven teams championship. And uh, just to note, mm. it doesn't matter which team is picked in the championship. They're all their uh, their stats are stacked. 
So like oh. the defense just runs faster, the offense just runs faster. I gotcha. Okay, so um, I, I guess I'll say if, if it's eleven teams, I'm going to say eighty-eight minutes. Um, yeah, you're not too far off. So an hour and forty-four minutes. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I just figured if if one game is around eight minutes, yeah. then eleven, eighty-eight. Yeah. You know. Okay, yeah. You just can't be perfect every time. Or yeah, right. I yeah. mean, you know, yeah, yeah that's impossible. World record pace on every single game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be rough. I uh, well, I tell you what though, uh, uh, glitch. Let's go ahead. Let's take a brief pause. A brief, brief pause. A brief pause. Brief pause to hear a word from our sponsor. Hey, it's me, everybody, Tim Kittrow. I'm here to talk to you about Old School Gamer. Old School Gamer is the magazine for gamers. It covers arcade and retro gaming, gives you gaming history and in-depth interviews with people like me who are there, and it lets you know what conventions are happening and when. Issues come out once every other month. Plus, a website full of even more razzle-dazzle, and it's all for just 30 bucks a year. So visit OldSchoolGamer.com and subscribe now. Whoa, boom all right. And now that we're back, let's go ahead and talk about some of the music of Tech Mobile. So the music of Tech Mobile is, there's not much of it, but it's actually not bad. The music was composed by Keiji Yamagishi, who also did the music for Ninja Gaiden 1. Yamagishi has described his music as having a comical Japanese style, which is funny to me because he's currently doing the music in this game of an American football game. Yeah, this is odd. Yeah, it, it's a little weird. Uh, but I tell you what, let's go ahead and listen to uh, a few of the themes. Uh, first up, the one that both of us chose was the uh, title theme. Yeah. Let's go ahead and give it a listen. Okay, so just to say, uh, uh, NFL game for the Nintendo has no business having such a great soundtrack because <laughs> right? you don't expect it. But this the the music in this game is so good, it, it really is. But now that you've yeah, I didn't realize it was tied to Ninja Gaiden's uh, composer, which right. I think that series is you know on its own pedestal. Yeah, the music for Ninja Gaiden is amazing, yeah. and so it kind of, it makes sense that this random American football yeah. <laughs> game is going to have a really good soundtrack. And it's funny to me, too, because you can hear that comical style he's talking about. It's really kind of lighthearted and, and sort of goofy. And to me, it it probably won't impact as many people, but I, I, it reminds me of the soundtrack to an anime called Ranma Half, which is very, you know, of course, Japanese is anime from Japan and like the out of the 80s. And so it's interesting, interesting to me that it kind of reminds me of the soundtrack to that series. So, yeah, it kind of has that, a weird sort of Japanese flair to it. I've heard you talk about the game and I, actually uh, you did a blog on that, didn't you? I did indeed. Yeah, there was a, a blog because Ranma Half's about uh a man who could splash with water and magically turns into a girl and hot water changes him back and he's a you know, transforms gender. And I think the article was written around the time of Bowsette. Bowsette, yeah, that's right. Coming out, so, (laughs) yeah, you know, it was uh, uh, sort of, uh, uh, you know, me just wanting to chat about that, I suppose. But, yeah, so let's go ahead and continue uh, listening to the music. So this uh, next one is the offense theme. Uh, Let's go ahead and give it a listen. It's pretty 
repetitive, but the thing is, is that you're only going to hear it for a few seconds before you get probably tackled, you know? Yeah, unless you're playing against your brother. So. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting my butt kicked. Yeah, unless oh, actually, no, you would be listening to a different song, which I guess would be the next oh, one. Oh, yeah, it would be when the you're defense. On defense. That is right. Uh, uh, so let's go ahead and give the defense theme a listen. This is the, uh, you know, when you're trying to tackle Bo Jackson and failing miserably, basically. Uh, let's go ahead and give it a listen. So, you know, I'd be, you know, listening to that theme and and losing horribly and, you know, yeah. Yeah. But it's definitely not that repetitive. Honestly, I didn't even realize how short the tracks were until I was doing the yeah, research. Honestly, yeah. When I even the the when I was doing research for this and I was like, I started listening to the theme and I was like, oh, yeah, that's great. And I, you know, made note of it or whatever. And, and only now when I'm clicking it, I'm like, oh, wow, that is a really short loop. Yeah, it's very short. But, you know, usually plays are are only so long so i uh, but yeah I, I tell you what uh glitch what kind of last uh parting thoughts did you have for tech mobile um i probably played this more than any other sports game on the nes mm-hmm. i mean we had blades of steel and ice hockey um we had world cup soccer which was another favorite of mine mm-hmm. but nothing competes with tech mobile we actually yeah. we didn't have tecmo super bowl oh so this was the up. only football game this you had was the one up, that i, I had see. yeah well, what were your thoughts? Uh, my final thoughts are that honestly, it's 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 more personal for me. It makes me think of my my brother Ricky. You know, me I, me and Bro Bro sitting there at like like eleven o'clock at night on a you know Saturday playing Tech Mobile. Neither of us having dates. Neither of us going out and doing anything. <laughs> it's us playing video games. It's super late at night on like a like a Friday Saturday night or whatever. Your brother was a thug. He probably had a date and just turned it down. <laughs> You're probably right. Uh, you're you're probably not wrong. It was only me who was dateless at the time. <laughs> I appreciate you uh, making me think of that. Yeah, of course, as, I know, just want to you know that he took pity on me. St- stomp on you when you're when you're feeling low. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that yep. sounds about right. Yep. I do it to the rest of you guys all the time, so I can't say much. <laughs> I uh, tell you what, though, let's go ahead and uh, jump into our retro relapse. Jones in for a classic game. It's time for retro relapse on the Legend of Retro podcast. <laughs> Relapse. So for retro relapse, glitch, you chose heavy shredden. Shredden without the G. Without the G, and that makes it way more extreme, way more radical. And this is a Nintendo game that is neither extreme nor radical. It's actually very depressing and irritating because we never made it past the first level. No, it was really bad. Oh, we could not figure out how to speed up. The controls were garbage. Anytime you hit a tree or you missed your jump, you crashed, and the level just started over. It, it, it was it was so frustrating, and, and a lot of older Nintendo games have that issue, you know, uh, where the controls aren't that sharp, especially like from third party, uh, uh, you know, games. I mean, this game was was developed by Imagineering, but it was published by Parker Brothers. And I think I mentioned. In the video, the realization that Imagineering are the ones who made the Bart versus the world and Bart versus Space Mutant games, which don't aren't really that great. No, they're not. They're very they're, they're very yeah. difficult. First off, yeah. And this game, I mean, it's the first level. You would think, you know, this is just to kind of give you, you know, a little bit of feel of the game. Mm-hmm. It'll be a short, nice, easy level. No, I don't think we ever saw the finish line. I I think maybe, we run out of time. Yeah, we I think we kept running out of time. I I don't think we came that close. Maybe one of us saw it at one point, and then it was just like, all right, if that's the furthest we're gonna get, forget it. This, yeah, not feeling it. Yeah, and Xander pulled up the manual because we were thinking like, oh, maybe there's a way to add time. Like maybe we're just doing something wrong. Yeah. He goes, no, you just it just says try the level over and over until you can perfect it and beat it. <sighs> it was it was really crummy. Not good. It was it was very bad. Uh, so honestly, I, I think I'm gonna give this a a probably a one out of eight. If we can't get past the first level because the controls are that bad, if you can't play the game, yeah. if it's unplayable, yeah. I mean, I, I almost want to give it higher because that feels like a really low score. But like, what else can I do? Yeah, I wish we could have saw 
I mean, honestly, it's probably just more of the same thing. <laughs> That's the thing is, I'm sure it's not any like different as you go through the game. I, I, you know, taking a glance at it, like there's different events. So there's, uh, there is the the downhill which we kept failing at. There's the uh, slalom, half pipe, moguls, and backwoods. So there's more to this game, but the controls are terrible, and no and one's ever reached it. It doesn't exist. I don't think it's it just exists. lies. It's I, just the first. Yeah, it's, what, it's snowboarding purgatory. You're just playing the first level over and over. <laughs> I think you're right. So what? What is your I, score? I'm a one. Yeah, it, it was this really does bad. Does not get much for me. No, it was, it's, it was bad. It was really, really crummy. If, if for any listeners out there who maybe I don't know. Like really like this game or something? By all means, reach out to us on Discord, Facebook, yeah. whatever. Let us know what Let we were know doing what, wrong. Yeah, what we were just completely missing. Or drop a comment on the YouTube uh, video. So the uh, our retro relapses uh, when we don't have a special guest, of course, go on our YouTube page, and you have early access through Patreon as well. So by all means, check that out. Uh, but I tell you what, the thing about this game depresses me. Let's talk about something a lot more fun, like the you know, of course, our our you know. Uh, music bracket. Yeah, we have a character theme music bracket going on. Uh, we're about a quarter of the way through, I think, right now, and uh, it's looking pretty, pretty, pretty good. I mean, we have a lot of great songs on here. It, yeah, it's been a really exciting uh, matchups. Uh, as far as that goes, first up, we have from Super Castlevania Four, which was composed by Masanori Adachi and Taro Kudo, is the theme of Simon Belmont. This is a pretty amazing one. Let's go ahead and give it a listen. Amazing theme, yeah. That's a uh, that's gonna be a tough one to beat. That Simon's Belmont's theme was that uh, Super Castlevania. Yep, Super Castlevania Four. That's a great song on the Super Nintendo. It, it really is. It's it's pretty pretty amazing. What's it going up against though? It's going up against a pretty fun theme. Uh, it is the theme of Gambit from Marvel vs. Capcom Clash of Superheroes, uh, which was composed by uh, Masato Koda and Yukio Takehara. Uh, so let's go ahead and give this guy a listen. It's uh, a, it's definitely a fun theme song. I think you guys will like. So I have to say, I, I've never played the Marvel Capcom games, mm-hmm. and I'm, I think I'm going to run to the store and grab one, because that track was hot. It is a fun 
theme song. The the music in the uh, Marvel vs. Capcom games is is very good. I really enjoy it. Uh, so I, I think this will be a pretty fun matchup because you have something very serious and almost like there's almost a certain melodrama to the the Simon's theme. You know, all the spookiness to yeah, it. Yeah, there's a lot going on in those Castlevania games. A lot of darkness. Yeah, but in this game, it's a lot of bright lights. You know, it's mm-hmm. it's fun. It's kind of shiny almost. You know, so it'll it'll be an interesting matchup. Uh, so for all our listeners, make sure to go ahead and go to. Uh, you know, our Facebook page to vote, as well as our Twitter account. You also have a vote on our Discord. So if you're a member of our Discord, you can get the link on GameZillaMedia.com. As far as that goes, we also have Patreon. You get a bonus vote if you're a patron. So for, well, first off, Patreon.com slash GameZillaMedia. We're a part of the GameZilla Media Network. If you go there and uh, and you're uh, $1 you know, in the $1 tier, you not only get our retro relapse videos early, you also get an extra vote for the, uh, uh, you know, our music brackets. And to top it off, you also have a $5 tier. If you support us at the $5 level, you're able to get access to our Game Shark show, which is a bonus monthly show where we go ahead and talk about different topics. Uh, we do top you know, top fives. We do, you know, uh, uh, us just sort of delving into, you know, more of the retro game industry. You know, there's always that retro spin on everything for that. Yeah. I mean, if you're loving this character bracket, like if the brackets are probably, you know, one of your favorite things about our show, we did a draft in June. So the June episode of Mm -hmm. our Patreon Game Shark, that was the draft. We had LPJ come in for a moderator. He helped us, you know, do our draft. So if you wanted kind of like an inside listen to you know who picked what and you know what's coming up in this yeah. draft because the first round you know like i said it's only a quarter of the way through you can listen to that episode and kind of get the insight it was an incredibly fun episode it, it was very it was it surprised me how like how many times we had to moderate and officiate and be like well <laughs> I, I vote this that you can you can choose that theme well i don't think you should be able to take that theme it's like oh man you know it's like so it was like this weird like tribunal of us you know where like lpj from last action podcast was sort of like reigning his king making yeah. these final decisions and he stuff. enjoyed that a lot he really did <laughs> a little and, too much we shouldn't maybe we should think about a different matter. Next time. You're right. It should probably be me. You're not wrong. Oh, it's, no. Uh, whoa, whoa, you're, you're, whoa, you know what? Whoa. I support you Slow fully, down, Glitch. It Ugh. should be me. That's two votes no. for me. We just no. need to swing oh, no. Chops or Xander, and we'll get it. Don't worry. I'll, I'll support you every step of the way. What have I done? Don't worry. It'll be great. Uh, so, yeah, absolutely uh, uh, check that out. And uh, as far as that goes, you know, it, it means a lot for all all of our patrons who support us, it means the world to us that, you know, we are able to do The Legend of Retro and all these other shows on the GameZilla Media Network, like Noobs and Dragons, Noiseland Arcade, The GameZilla Show, where you get video game news, you know, all these different shows. And it's because we get this support. And, you know, I mean, the the more support we get, the more we're going to be able to expand things, bring you more content, you know. So by all means, if you've ever considered supporting The Legend of Retro, jump on patreon.com slash gamezilla media and you know if you can support us in any way it's definitely appreciated uh but glitch is there any other kind of parting thoughts you have here for uh the episode go broncos bojack invisible bo jackson (laughs) is my new nightmare do not do the mistake of trying to defeat invisible bo jackson because bo knows bo knows how to slay you bo knows how to destroy you and he will when he's invisible We'll catch y'all next time when when the the legend legend continues. continues.